This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 437. Is Technology Making Us Distracted, Detached, and Depressed? Part 2, by Aaron Blasky of AaronBlasky.com. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I'm Joss Marie, and welcome back to my show. This is the podcast where I narrate all things relationship-based, and today is no different. I'll actually be covering part two of a post from Aaron Blasky on technology's effects on us. So if you're new here, you may want to check out yesterday's episode first to hear part one. That's episode 436. But if you're here for part two, then let's dive right into it and start optimizing your life. Is Technology Making Us Distracted, Detached, and Depressed? Part 2 by Aaron Blasky of AaronBlasky.com Learning more about the detrimental side effects of distractions born from technology is not just for our own benefit. It also helps us to relate to our fellow humans better, too. Think about the last time you felt something negative or bad. Did you have someone you could turn to who could hold the space for that emotion, judgment-free? Do you have people in your life who will accept and love you unconditionally, even when you are having a minor meltdown or a freakout? Or do you feel apologetic when those moments occur? If you do, it may be that the people around you are out of touch with their own emotions too, and have no idea how to handle yours when they show up in their purest form. Distractions are causing many of us to detach from each other, only wanting to be an active part of each other's lives when it's satiating and stimulating to our brains in a positive way. When things get tough, we do what we do online. We move to the next thing that is pleasing to our brains. We don't always hold the space for each other to express our full range of emotions. Making friends with our feelings. Okay, so imagine now a world in which we have far less distractions. Imagine if we sat with our thoughts a whole lot more often and gave them some time to process. Would that make those emotional spikes feel a lot less foreign and scary? More than likely. Anything familiar is much easier to handle than something unknown and terrifying. My client, Irene Lyon, talks about this all the time, having awareness and bringing that awareness back into your body. She's extremely intelligent and very passionate about her work, so I trust that what she has to say is rather solid. If you're intrigued by the science behind awareness and learning some pretty awesome exercises to move through your chaos, check out IreneLyon.com. Here's what my non-scientifically backed, simply going on experience brain thinks. We need to give ourselves more time to think, more time to process, more time to hear our own thoughts echo around in those skulls of ours so that we can get a litmus test on where we're at, how we're feeling, and what we need. Oh, and we need to figure out how to be okay when those thoughts scream back something hurtful or scary. That may be saying, oh, hey there, bad emotion. I see you, and I'm not afraid of you. This is my alone-in-the-dark tactic, by the way. Or it may be allowing ourselves to feel and express whatever emotion surfaces so that we can become familiar with the less-than-awesome feeling. 
Finally, we need to give each other tons of support and the container for expression. This means having that tough conversation, letting a friend express their full range of emotions, dropping what we're doing to just sit with someone even if it is in silence, and putting people before technology. Not just once in a while, as often as we possibly can. The more we hold that space for others, the better we'll get at recognizing our own range of emotions. If you're reading this and you don't have anyone like that in your life, I'll be your person. My email address is erin at erinblasky.com. Reach out and we can connect in a less digitally intensive way. I'm not a coach or a therapist, but I can hold space for anything completely judgment-free as your friend and confidant. How we become familiar with our emotions, thoughts, and feelings is up to each of us, I suppose. That might look like meditation or quiet time or long walks in the woods or simply turning off everything and lying still in the dark. What it doesn't look like is shoving more stuff in front of our faces in an attempt to digitally run away and hide from ourselves. That's the fastest way to become so out of touch that when an unknown or foreign part of ourselves pops up, we're sent in a downward spiral to freak out city. All that said, I've suffered my own bouts of depression, and I know that in those moments, thinking and overthinking often made my anxiety worse. So this isn't a prescription for those of you who suffer with depression or anxiety. There are definitely other avenues that are better journeyed in those situations. When you're anxious and depressed, healthy distractions, creative outlets, for example, like painting, drawing, writing poems, or singing can actually be useful. Where to go from here? So, will we continue to be a distracted society with our notifications and handheld devices? Absolutely. It's only going to get worse, I think. I'm making a much more conscious effort these days to build in a lot of distraction-free time, and I'm making sure I do the same for my daughter, too. Time to feel the wide range of emotions, good, bad, ugly, and terrifying, so that I can become familiar with them all. That way, when a part of me pops up that doesn't make an appearance as often, I'm not taken by surprise and knocked off my feet. I'm also trying to carve out as much space as I can to be a much more open, loving, acceptable, and tuned-in person for the people around me. While I'm not perfect at it, and they aren't either, I'm grateful that it is at least a part of my general awareness now. The first step to changing anything is having the tiny ember of thought ignite in your brain. This post is simply to help blow a bit more oxygen on my ember so that it turns into a raging fire that I can't ignore. Maybe it'll spark something in you, too. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Is Technology Making Us Distracted, Detached, and Depressed? by Aaron Blasky of AaronBlasky.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Aaron's article is a real wake-up call to all of us who spend endless amounts of time in front of a screen. 
Being on our phones and devices may look like a benign habit until we stop and think about what it's really doing to us on a deeper level. Erin mentioned that she's building distraction-free time for her daughter too, which is something that Lee and I prioritize for Colby and Talon as well. We want them to grow up knowing how to healthily process and express a range of emotions, and we want to be good role models when it comes to putting people before technology. So, wherever you're tuning in from, try and remember to take a breather and unplug from technology to start reconnecting with yourself and others. But with that, let's wrap up today's episode. I hope you have a fantastic day, and definitely feel free to reach out to our friendly group on Facebook if you need some support with the technology detox. You can find that by searching for Optimal Living Daily on Facebook and request access to join. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. I'll see you again tomorrow with a post from Dr. Diana Kirshner, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.